This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys on Dubai Eye 103.8. Helen Farmer with you, your chance to hear from the experts, the insiders and the industry, get some great recipe ideas and of course share your questions as well as we talk all things food. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. It is Thursday, we're getting you in the mood for the weekend with lots and lots of foodie chat between now and five. You're with me, Helen Farmer, as we broadcast live for Farmer's Kitchen, brought to you by Spinneys at ICCA, it's the International Centre for Culinary Arts. We're talking cheese, and who better to join us than Francois Robin? He is here in Dubai for a series of workshops, including our master class this afternoon from Cognac France and uh, after a somewhat convoluted journey of uh, careers you've come back to the world of cheese which is something that has been a really passionate part of your family for a long long time Francois. Before we talk about you and what you're doing and what we're going to be making today what does it say on your chef's jacket? It says my name first, in kind of uh, in case I got memory problem, mm-hmm. just to, to remember my name. <laughs> uh, no, um, and it says un des meilleurs ouvriers de France. That is to say, one of the best craftsmen in France, and it's quite a famous contest uh, that um, is mostly known for the chef or pastry chef, and they got that uh, French flag collar, you know, yes. around the neck. Yes. I, I do have the same, but me, I'm just more, just a cheesemonger. Just um, a cheesemonger. <laughs> yes, cheesemonger. Well, you are a chef with us this afternoon. We're going to be talking about what we're making. We're making a savoury dish and a sweet dish, talking about some of the key ingredients. But tell us a little bit about that path to becoming one of the, the finest craftsmen in France when it comes to cheese. Wh- where, where did that journey start for you? Well, it started when I go back to cheese school, uh, cheesemonger school, in fact, in Paris. And it's um, literally the most French sentence I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Well, they have a cheesemonger school. Yes, yes. they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you paint us a picture? What happens at cheesemonger school? We learn the cheeses, uh, how it's made, where it's made, and how it's aged, how to sell it, how to cut it, and everything you have to know about the product. And uh, during um, the moment uh, I spent in this, in this uh, school, I was really passionate and I say okay let's give a try to the best craftsman the meilleur ouvrier de France which is quite an achievement because I, I worked for that for two years because it's every four years so like the Olympics oh yeah exactly but without running <laughs> just <laughs> eating cheese so <laughs> but, so what did you do then in order to get this accolade what you know what was the a test or exam or what was it blind tasting cheese (gasps) cutting cheese tray I had to make the masterpiece at the end that is to say like a showstopper yeah what did you make Uh, I made a a round table with 60 cheese from the the old world like Japanese cheese French cheeses mostly and things like that and uh, I had to 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 set the table make nice cuttings and things like that and there was a jury you know the jury was a lot of uh, seriousness and they go to give you grades and at the end you're one of them and that's it so now have you judged other people on their cheese skills sometimes yes i do <laughs> i couldn't be happier it's like a sommelier of cheese with us this afternoon and we're going exactly. to be uh, talking about tasting putting together what you should be buying and eating i also want to know about crimes against cheese what should you never do to disrespect this beautiful ingredient during the conversation we are talking cheese this afternoon um, and loving all of your jokes from Desri, would you brew mine? I will also accept some friendly messages as long as they've got a cheese pun in them. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. So back to the kitchen here at ICCA and back to the topic of cheese. I couldn't be happier to be joined this afternoon 
not just by a cheesemonger, but a world record-breaking cheesemonger. Francois Robert and joining us for our masterclass this afternoon. Tell us about the world record. It was just a month ago that you uh, were awarded this. For what? We decided that uh, we could do it, so let's go for it. It was the idea was to make um, a pizza, record pizza with the most. Uh, the more important number of French cheeses on it okay. and the previous record was uh, 257 and we broke it by 834 <laughs> cheeses on one 30 <laughs> centimeter pizza yes. I need to see this so, uh, more than 800 <laughs> yeah. different French cheeses oh yeah th- that how was many are there? Uh, oh uh, Probably more than 2,000, <gasps> in fact. And th- the idea was that as well, to show people that how many cheeses w- we have. And uh, it's pretty much the limit that we can put on the, on the pizza without you, you breaking mean, it. With, yeah. the, with physics in mind. Yeah, yeah. We, we had something like 1,000 in mind, but it was... Uh, so what was the quantity of, of each cheese that you had on? Three grams. Oh my, so was it someone's job just a tiny measure out? Bop, yeah. bop, bop. There was that Italian judge with, you know, counting and saying, okay, this cheese, cheese, cheese. Yes, it was cheese, really serious. Cheese, cheese. This is cheese. This is not, it's not the same from the previous. And then, yeah, it was how, pretty serious. How high was it? Oh, like, like, like eight, eight centimeters. centimeters. Yes. And uh-huh. did anyone taste it? I did. And? It's like eating 30 cheese at the same time in a bite. <laughs> so it was. <laughs> it's about the record, yeah. not necessarily. And showing how much cheeses we have in France. That is incredible, 2,000. (laughs) So are they innovated? Are people creating cheeses all the time? Yeah, yes. Some are disappearing, sadly. But uh, why, new and why would that happen? Uh, because some, some people are stopping uh, producing really? cheese because it's really a demanding job. It's more life than a job. And uh, But some people are opening farms and starting to make new cheeses. Yes, it's, it's, it, there is a turmoil. Actually, there is a, a, a high level of energy in the word uh, cheese scene. And uh, France is, of course, in the heart of that scene. I want to know more about the, the cheeses that are going extinct. That's really sad because presumably some of this is you know, traditions and techniques yeah. that we might not ever see again. Yeah, but that's, that's part of life as well. Mm. So new things are coming and uh, maybe things are disappearing. We're trying to, to keep as much as possible the, the, the recipes and the tradition in cheese making. What about you on the, as a cheese maker? Oh. Are there anything, any success stories? <laughs> no, 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 no. My dad was a cheesemaker, actually, and uh, I've seen the, that job from really close, and I decided that I was a little bit too lazy to do it. <laughs> I want to know, is it like looking after a child 24 hours a day, having to create cheese? What, paint us oh. a picture of a typical day. T- a typical day start at 6, you get to, to do the milking, and then uh, at 8, you get to do the cheese, and then you get to feed the animals, and then you get to, to turn your cheese, you take care of the cheese, you sell it on the market and at six in the evening you do another milking and sometimes you do another cheese after the milking so this means you start at five in the morning and some of them are finishing at ten in the oh evening. Oh my goodness. That's okay. more a life than a job. So I understand now why you prefer the, the tasting, the creating, the selling yeah. and the educating. <laughs> exactly. We are talking of course cheese this afternoon for our Robin joining us. Um, we're cooking as well, learning a little bit more about some of the key ingredients we're going to be working with today uh, that you can find in Spinney's and you are sending in your cheesiest jokes. Extra points if they do actually feature cheese. Um, what kind of cheese makes the best music? Beyonce. Oh, <laughs> got this one. Got this one. And um, oh, Rawa saying this might sound cheesy, but I think you're really great. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> Big time. Um, so thank you for those. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8.
Helen Farmer with you. We are live until five from ICCA talking food and funnies because you guys are smashing the cheesy joke challenge. I'm looking for the cheesiest jokes, you know, bonus points if they do actually feature cheese because you could be getting, you send in that message, you're automatically in the draw to win 500 dirhams bet to spend in spinnies on whatever you want. You could buy all the cheese. Let me know what cheese you'd buy. Um, <laughs> love this from Emma. What cheese is made backwards? Edam. Clever, wordy, like it. Uh, ben and Austin, thank you for, so much for sharing yours. What cheese do you use to get a bear down from a tree? Come on, bear. <laughs> love it. And uh, yeah, some of, them, some of them are working, some of them are not working. Suleiman, I'm not going to lie, it took me a couple of reads to get this one. But when, I, when the penny dropped, it's a front runner. A woman wanted to buy a bagel with cream cheese at my deli. I told her we only accept cash or card. Cream cheese should be currency, though. I stand by that. We are here at ICCA for a very special cheese masterclass. Francois Robin has joined us. He is from France, as the name suggests, here in Dubai for a couple of days. He's going to be down at JBR um, at a very special little comptoir pop-up for some... Well, you can go along after 2 o'clock tomorrow and meet him, do some recipes. But today at ICCA, he is teaching us how to make stuffed gougeur, which is like a little kind of savoury cream puff, and we're also going to be making a really easy cheesecake. We've got some... We're all right. The cheese eating has already started, Francois. What, yeah. are, you, what are you sampling? Uh, we are sampling, actually, Bria Savarin, which is a triple cream cheese, and Comté. And the, I think this is the first step of cooking with cheese. This is important. You have to taste the cheese so you know what you, uh, you will have later on. This is my kind of cooking. So we start by eating. Yeah. Can I try some? Yeah, sure. Uh, I've... Offer them to taste the Comté first. This one is a six-month-old month Comté, uh, aged uh, in the a military fort, in fact, a former military fort. Um, what? Go on, yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. more. Where, where, where is the fort? Uh, it's uh, in, in the heart of the mountains, and it's a fort where you used to have uh, 3,000 soldiers um, guarding the, the Switzerland border. But we don't need to fight Switzerland anymore, so they turned that... cheese instead? Yeah. And uh, in, the, in this place, you have uh, 100,000 wheels of Comté, and each wheel is 40 kg. <gasps> so that's huge. So you can imagine, it's like a museum for cheese. It's delicious. Yeah. How would you explain the flavors? I mean, your palate is obviously very well developed as a cheesemonger. How would you... Ex how do you what language do you use to explain the taste of what the Comté? What did I say? Uh, <laughs> I say it was a little bit buttery milky, um, nothing uh, too punchy or acidic, and it's really balanced. It's like a, a veil on your palate. It's nothing strong. It's really the family uh, cheese type, and really, uh, at the beginning, it's, it's, it's a bit um, showing and then melts in your mouth. Really good. And we're going to be melting this down today? What are we going to be doing with it? You will, uh, we will do some gougers, that is to say, some uh, based on the choux, choux à la crème, but savoury version of it, and uh, like making choux together with Comté, and we will stuff that with another cheese named Ria Savarin. Why? Because I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the man who put more than 800 French cheeses on a pizza, so what's three cheeses on a savoury puff? That's just, just a Thursday afternoon. And they just tasted that one, the Bria Savarin, and uh, it, it's really, it's really uh, creamy. It's like eating solid cream with I'm going more in. acidity, more saltiness, and uh, a little bit of uh, bloomy rind as well. Uh, so the rind, you may use it or not as you want for the stuffing. Okay? That's delicious, but I'm not, uh, that's very, very rich. Yes, oh, 
Well, it's it's a forty percent of uh, fat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Going to be rolling me out of ICCA this afternoon. <laughs> Francois Robert joining us this afternoon. We're also, as I said, going to be making a cheesecake. So I'm really looking forward to this, actually, because my husband is known for his exceptional cheesecake. We were actually going out for dinner tonight, and his cheesecake has been requested. Um, he makes a white chocolate cheesecake, and um, it is it is it's exceptional. So I'd quite like to challenge him for a cheesecake championship. And um, we're going to be making a really, uh, a really easy one this afternoon with lotus biscuits. So a bit of a twist on that kind of digestive base. And uh, really excited, actually, to hear a little bit about the versatility. What cheeses do we, do we use for sweet dishes? What dishes do we you know, use for the sweet as well? So join the conversation. Have your say this afternoon. Let us know some of your, your favourites over the years. We are going to be speaking to the cheese buyer for Spinney's very soon. Connor Roman's joining us. So if, if there's a cheese from your home country that you would love to find on the shelves here in the UAE, please do let us know. Uh, it would be an absolute treat to hear from you and maybe we can put your case to him as well. Um, I'm trying to think about what I'd like from home. I think he's got it pretty much covered from the UK, but if you're from another part of the world and there's something you'd love to be able to buy here, get in touch. Um, producer Hanan is with us this afternoon. Hanan. Greetings. You've got a confession. Don't tell anyone. No, we have actually discussed this before, haven't we? Yeah, I just think we should talk about it now. We've got a, you know one of the world's best cheesemongers within a couple of metres of us. Now he's not in earshot. He can't, he can't hear you. It's a safe space. Tell, tell us. <laughs> confess. I have a very weird cheese phobia. <laughs> no, it literally I mean, is nearly, nearly is really? a phobia type thing. It's very strange. Like me and bananas. Yeah. Can't cope. Um, wh- why? Do you I, to, do I honestly to... don't know. No, no, I don't know. Is it, was this, this been, has this been to... historically yeah. since you were a child? Yes. Was there an incident, a trauma? We've discussed this. I've discussed it with my mother in depth, but we cannot remember any kind of trauma. Okay, tell me about your parameters. Pizza, is that okay? Okay, so it depends. Mozzarella pizza, mm-hmm. yes. And actually, it's quite extreme because I actually love mozzarella uh-huh. and I love burrata uh-huh. and I love halloumi. Okay. And I enjoy Philadelphia. Okay. That's it. Nothing else. I feel like... Th- it's the smell and texture. I feel like we're in the right place to do some exposure therapy. I'm going to get <laughs> Dr. Thryer on the line and we're going we're gonna to talk you through this. By five o'clock today, you're going to be... You're going to be over there. Well, when Francois was doing the cutting, I had to sort of step a little bit back <laughs> and I had to hold my nose. Is there anyone out there wrong. who can identify with Hanan? I think you're a, you're, a, you're a wonderful woman, but a strange one, I have to say. <laughs> I need, I need to I need to understand more. Says me, who, until I had children, couldn't even be in the vicinity of someone peeling a banana. I would be retching. The number of times I've had a smoothie and they've gone, no, 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 there's no banana. I'm like, yes, there is. I know there is. And don't there are, don't try yeah. and pull the wool over my eyes on this one. I can sniff it out. There are a lot of people with the banana thing. But I have met a few people with the cheese thing too. Okay. Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. We're broadcasting live from ICCA. Helen Farmer with you, and it smells amazing. It's a very special, cheesy focus today. We're making two dishes, a sweet dish and a savoury dish. The savoury is stuffed gougere. I'm really enjoying saying gougere. I don't know if you've noticed that. Which is almost like savoury profiterole. Uh, Chef Francois Robin joining us. He's nodding along. Is that a fair, is that a fair comparison, savoury profiterole? Exactly. That's the same base. That is to say shoe. Uh, but it's a savoury version. That it, it, Nothing sweet in it will be old salty, but not over salty, of course. And it's, uh, it's more for entree, you know. 
It's more like for a starter. Um, and people are using that as a welcome dish as well in some restaurant. And uh, yeah, go. Who wouldn't want to be greeted by a nice, a nice cheese puff? So we've made that shoe and chef's putting in cheese. What have you grated there? Uh, the Comté. So I'm putting the Comté now uh, inside. The, the, the classical recipe says 10 grams of Comté, but I it's not enough. No, that's not enough. I'm, I'm, I'm going for 30, 40, and we, we will keep some for the topping uh, on the, before cooking. I just want to do a quick poll amongst our MasterChef uh, participants. Is anyone lactose intolerant? Does anyone have a phobia of cheese? No, we're all cheese lovers. Perfect. Uh, we are, you, we're in a safe space. We're going to be talking you through how to do this. And as I said, we're doing a really easy cheesecake as well. Also, loving the cheesy jokes, folks. Uh, Claire saying, what made the cheese tasting date so special? It was a sunny day with cool breeze. <laughs> Hanan, yes, raised a smile. Okay, it's passing the oh, Hanan oh, test. Oh, oh. Nadia's asking, what is a cheese's favourite TV channel? The Brie Brie Sea. Very good. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> and These what did bad. one cheddar cheese say to the other at prom? Looking sharp. Keep them coming in. Four zero zero one. You had a you had a joke, Nan. Well, I was just wondering. Did you know why the <laughs> so, cheddar so yeah. wouldn't hang out with the knife? Why? They're yeah, greater plans. Very nice. <laughs> you can't, so you, bad, you cannot it? win. That's so but bad. everyone listening today, you could be getting that five hundred dirham voucher. Go along to Spinney's. Spend it on whatever you like. I'm guessing it probably will be cheese. We are meeting the man who puts the cheese on the shelves at Spinney's. He's the man who is going out meeting the producers so if you've got any recommendations things he should know about maybe we can make your cheese dreams come true sweet dreams are made of brie sweet cheese sweet cheese cheese. i'll work on it i'll I'll work on it i promise dreams sweet sweet dreams okay it's it's a work in progress leave it with me this is farmer's kitchen with spinnies live at the international center for culinary arts icca dubai only on dubai i 103.8 it's the weekend we're talking food a very happy helen farmer here between now and five o'clock send in your cheesy jokes i might have the judge for these jokes because he is known as the cheese guy at spinney's connor roman is with us he is the buyer for the deli counter so if there is a cheese in the world that you'd like to have on the shelves let us know might be able to put a word in four zero zero one um sally wants to know why aren't there many um, movies about swiss cheese connor because the um, plot has I, too many oh, holes. Come on. I bet you know a good, che- good few cheese jokes in your time. Um, I need to say a very personal thank you to you. Because I went into Spinney's last week and I saw the cheese advent calendar. And my heart sang, what a time to be alive. <laughs> Tell us about the advent calendar. So um, we've just brought it over. It would have landed just when you got in there last week. And... Um, it's from our partners at Ilchester in the UK who make some brilliant cheddar and you get 24 individually wrapped pieces of cheddar with nine different varieties in there. Oh. It's absolutely perfect for people who love, who love a, a bit of cheese at Christmas. I reckon I could do a cheese in the morning calendar and a chocolate one in the evening. Yeah, or maybe a cheese in the morning and at lunch. And, and then, then one later yeah, after. and then chocolate. Um, I think, um, yeah, look, give me a closer look at this. Yeah, I'm I, guessing they're selling pretty well. They're doing fantastically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're flying off the shelf. So if you want one, you need to get to Spinney's pretty quickly. There's all sorts in here. Double Gloucester, cheddar, apple, onion and sage. 
Thank you. So, <laughs> can I ask you a strange question? How on earth did this become your job? How, what did you study at university and how did you get into, into this line of work? Ooh, it's, um, it's probably not the most direct link. I studied financial mathematics at university. Okay. Um, and then I, I'm from Leeds in the UK and there's a, a big retailer called Asda there. So I, I moved to work at Asda and then worked my way into their commercial team and thought I'd, I fancy a change, something a bit sunnier, something a bit more high class, and I ended up at Spinney's buying Yay. cheese, so uh, I'm moving up in the world. Well, it's wonderful to have you here. What kind of cheese trends are you noticing, in, like, you know, either internationally or what's selling well here in the UAE? Well, I think um, one thing that Tom Harvey, when he was on, previously mentioned was truffle mania has swept the, the UAE, and, uh, I mean, my job's just become so easy because anything <laughs> I bring in with truffles in seems to fly off the shelves. So you brought some with you here? So yes, I've got uh, three truffle cheeses with me here. Um, one is the Moliterno al Tartufo, which is a pecorino-style cheese um, from Italy, Sardinia, uh, with black truffle laced through it. And this is the one I'm holding now? Yeah, that's it the look, one you've got in your hand it now. It's, so it's white, and the truffle looks it look, looks like it looks like it's marbled. Yeah, Manchego is my favourite cheese, by the way. Absolutely so amazing. I'm in, I'm in a happy place. We've got a softer... Talk to us about this one, Connor. Okay, so that's the Brie de Meaux with truffle. So this is a Brie de Meaux, which is from uh, the town in Brie, uh, in France, sorry. And um, it's laced with uh, creme fraiche and then fresh summer truffle. And that one is, uh, I didn't really like Brie de Meaux before, but after I started eating that one, I was converted. So I'd recommend anyone to give that a go. This is, the, this is your entry one, if you, if you yeah. can, to, to, uh, to kind of get, get into it. And then you've got a really yeah. lovely um, wax wrapped. This is the truffle and black pepper cheddar. Yes. What country is this from? So this is from the UK. So this is from a supplier that we work with on our private label as well, Joseph Healer in the UK. Um, and they do some really fantastic wax truffles, which is what this is, and they're a very big thing for us at Christmas. Uh, this one is my favourite. It's got that kind of earthy, truffly note that comes through, but then a little bit of heat from the pepper, the black crushed black pepper that's in there, and it's, uh, it's absolutely delicious. That's so the I kind of thing you'd one. like to find in a Christmas stocking, just a nice chunk of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking cheese this afternoon. We're going to have a little sample. And as I said, if there is something you'd love to see on the shelves of Spinney's, let us know, maybe from your home country, something you're missing. We've got Connor Roman with us here at the buyer at the deli section. The man who puts that cheese on the shelves. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinney's. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Tell me, what happened when the air conditioning in the cheese factory broke? There was a meltdown. <laughs> what about after there was an accident? There was debris everywhere. Oh, frightening at me Thursday with some cheesy jokes. Proper yeah. cheesy jokes. Connor Roman joining us this afternoon. He is the buyer of the deli here at Spinney's and we're at ICCA talking cheese. Here's a question to you, sir. You can't win today because you work for Spinney's. But if I was to give you 500 dirhams to go wild in the aisles, what would you spend that money on? Well, obviously, I'd have to start with something for a bit of a cheese platter. Yes. So, What's your must-haves? I'm thinking you've got to go with uh, with a soft cheese. You've got to go with something like a brie. So I, I think the brie de mo with truffle that we spoke about earlier would definitely be a, a really choice. It's really special. Yeah, definitely. And then secondly, something harder, a little bit more aged. So we've just brought in a uh, a mixed milk 
cheese from Spain, which is made with sheep and cow's milk and matured for 22 months. Oh, wow. So really old. Wow. And it has that beautiful uh, calcium lactate crystals, crystals that you it. get. Going, yeah, absolutely delicious. Um, and then for me, I'm not a massive blue fan, but we have one in that I do rather like, which is the Montbriac. Um, so this is, again, a French blue. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Got uh, an ash layer covering the top of it and really, really nice. A little bit more mild than some blues that you'd get out there. So that, those would be my three. Oh, OK, right. Sold. 500 dirhams worth of cheese, please. Um, I was thinking of um, thinking of you the other day, actually, not you personally, but I met you today. That would have been strange. Um, but I went to a friend's house for dinner and they're like, we're making it easy tonight. We're going to have raclette. And they produced trays and trays of spinach cheese and we had raclette which I've only had twice in my life before can you okay. explain for anyone who's never had it what it is and how it works okay so um, raclette is a cheese that you would traditionally melt uh, over either boiled potatoes or bread or some meat and it's a really big thing in the Alps in France and Switzerland uh, so it's made from cow's milk uh, the ones that we've just brought in are unpasteurized which means they're not heat treated so the flavor develops more and more through them um, and we've got some lovely ones from the fromagerie Montbelliard apologies about my pronunciation to any French people um, but they're a, a relatively small producer and they do some really really nice things so we're really pleased to be working with them and to have brought them over it's a really fun cooking and eating experience you're sitting around and you can get special the raclette I don't know stoves heaters I don't yeah know, what the melters yeah. yeah so we, we each had our own little tray cheese went in <laughs> went over went over the over the heat and then as you say just all sorts of different um, chunks of bread boiled potatoes charcuterie pickles you just can't go wrong like any, anything you put with melted cheese is going to be better right couldn't agree more thank you so much for coming along today and bringing some goodies um, would love to catch up again before Christmas because you know it's a very it's a very cheesy time and uh, I'm gonna I'm, I know you brought this cheese advent calendar to show us but I'm keeping it okay uh, yeah I don't think I have a choice so absolutely Ellen. absolutely not this is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Hope you're having a wonderful Thursday. I definitely am. Talking food and honestly couldn't be happier with some brilliant guests, some incredible food. And uh, you as well getting in touch with your cheesy jokes. <laughs> Charlene saying, what does cheese say to itself in the mirror? Looking gouda. <laughs> yes. And Scott, similar. What did the block of cheese say to itself in front of the mirror? Hello, me. Hello, me. We are talking cheese this afternoon, but I feel like we need a little bit of a, a bit of a change of gear. So we're going sweet. Delighted to be joined now by the co-founders of Hero Donuts. It's launched just a matter of uh, a few days ago. Matthew and uh, Sharam are with us. And you have brought a dazzling display of confectionery. Matthew, tell us a little bit about the, sto- the brand story. that You've got a, a very... Uh, Years and years of experience when it comes to working with restaurants, consultancy. You identified a gap in the market when you met Sham. Tell us a little bit about what you thought Dubai was missing. Yeah, we, we uh, unfortunately lost my, uh, my role uh, during COVID when in a very large group. And I always think that things like that create great opportunities. So I met Sharon through a separate project. We got, we got talking. That project didn't work. But then we, we talked about what was missing in, in, uh, in Dubai. Um, I go to London a lot. I'm from the UK. There's these incredible sourdough donuts. I go to the States. There's these amazing sourdough donuts. And they weren't here. So we got talking. I said, I think there's a great 
gap in the market, there's a huge opportunity. Um, we could do these very high-end premium donuts that are, that are sourdough, be totally, totally unique, use the best flavours, the best ingredients and, and, and launch them in, in, in Dubai. And they are beautiful. Sham, huge congratulations. A real passion project for you. Tell us a little bit about how on earth you even begin to build a brand like this. I'm guessing the tasting was fun. Um, I think it's Matthew. Matthew had a great um, uh, idea about the project. And also he's really a, a good person and a specialist. So he wanted to do the best. So he took for the brand a very good agent from, from UK, from London, and uh, he took a chef uh, from, from London. He, our chef is uh, from Germany, but he was working for uh, one of the best donut uh, companies in, in the UK. Him. He did. Yes. Because he wants the best. <laughs> good. And stole him in a nice way. <laughs> he, Matthew, Matthew is amazing. And he built this brand uh, uh, for about one year time. Wow. So he worked on it from zero. Everything, what you look, our van, the packaging, the details. Uh, right now we have more than 20 people working in the company. And you're, you're brand new. You are completely new. And uh, we took a very big risk because we believe, both of us, everything or nothing. We, go, we want to do for 100%. And we really wanted to put something that in Dubai people say, wow. It is wow, honestly. And the quick look at your Instagram will get, give everyone a real flavor of, as you say, that kind of brand story and some of the amazing flavors on display. We're lucky enough to have some in front of us now. Matthew, would you mind talking us through some of the, the flavors? And I, I was going to say the hero products, but maybe that is what I mean. No, no, they are, they are hero products. That, that's part of the brand. We're, we've got our lovely character that is, is hero. He's out and about having fun. And we've got heroic products that, that draw on uh, a lot of Middle Eastern influences and what a lot of people like to, to eat here. So we've got flavours um, with uh, ha hazelnut jam and uh, Arabic crumble that's very much a, uh, a Middle Eastern uh, flavour. We've got pistachio, which um, people in this part of the world absolutely love. Um, we've got coffee. Everybody loves coffee here. We've got great single-origin coffee that's supplied by our sister company that Sharon's uh, uh, owns as well. Um, matcha that people love now with amazing crumbles, great chocolate. We've even got a Jumeirah chai donut. It's called Jumeirah Chayo and that was inspired by us having chai on, uh, on Beach Road one morning. We went for a cup of tea, um, me and Sasha, and we're like, oh, this is just this incredible. This will work as a custard. So we made a custard. And then we thought, what does Dubai really love? What gold. does really love? Bit of bling, bit of bling. So we've developed a gold uh, donut with gold leaf um, and they come in a special gold box and it's got a saffron custard. So we've got a real, real range from more traditional cinnamon with cinnamon sugar and sourdough. Uh, we've got a great jam, some more interesting with matcha, berries and all the way up to gold. And also we're doing, um, we're doing vegan donuts. We've recruited an amazing dough specialist from... Uh, Spain called Fran, Sasha's our, our, our major, uh, who runs, runs all the production, he's, he's in charge of everything, but Fran's developed this incredible vegan dough because of the, the growth in the vegan market. Explosion. And, yeah, yeah, and how people are eating and living their, living their lives currently. So you've got some, some plant-based confectionery. Plant-based. Um, what are the flavours in the vegan range? So the plant-based, we have the uh, pistachio, which has got a uh, pistachio icing, pistachio crumble. 
we've got the uh, uh, the coffee uh, coffee donut americano, which has got a, a lovely coffee custard through the centre with a coffee brittle on the top. Uh, berry um, with a charcoal dough, so the dough is actually black. And then we've got the we call it the Parmo, named after the it's a Middle Eastern donut. Um, it's got uh, date icing, date and hazelnut jam, and this wonderful crumble on the top. So really, really sort of influenced by the uh, the local market. And you guys have timed it so well. You know, we were we were down at D3 yesterday for Dubai Design Week and having a chat with one of the organisers about what she was looking forward to over the weekend. They've got the marketplace going on, shopping. Um, designers of course but also artisans and she's like well food's going to be a really big part of it she's like I can't wait to try Hero Donuts they've got this really cool pink truck and their, their sourdough donuts are amazing and I was like oh you're the second person to mention them to me today we need to get them um, you know, to, to come and show us what and talk to us about what this is all about and it's actually really wonderful to hear a positive pandemic story because we know how hard hit the F&B industry has been showing about you know, everything from bookings to rent, and it, it, we've sadly seen a lot of places closing and a lot of people losing their livelihoods. But for you guys to see an opportunity and come out and come out strong at a time when Dubai is back, the, the events are on again, we're talking traffic just after four o'clock, the roads are busy again. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what have you got coming up? Obviously, National Day is around the corner. Are you devising something to, to celebrate the UAE? We're, um, we've, we've got we're developing um, we've got the most amazing uh, National Day donut, which is going to have a, a charcoal dough. It's going to represent the flag charcoal dough. We've got this beautiful white cream cheese based filling. It's going to have a wonderful raspberry uh, icing, and then we've got a great matcha crumble that's going to go on the top. So that's in development at the moment. We've got plans for Christmas, but like you said, our, our, the, the, the thing that we're really really excited about is D3 this weekend because it's uh, it's, it's, it's a design led. Uh, design-led market there's going to be all these great furniture stores there all the things for kids and, uh, and it's the first time we're going to do uh, an event um, so we're, we're going to be there we're really thrilled about it we've got a great location the people there have been incredibly supportive and I'm going to be standing there for probably 24 hours over the weekend <laughs> trying to sell as many donuts as possible well I want to ask you a little bit around the business of confectionery if you don't mind Sean about you know, what are some of the things that might have, you have to be thinking of behind the scenes? At the minute, you're a delivery-only concept. What are, the, what are the plans for the future? I know it's only been a couple of weeks, but the momentum we've already gathered is enormous. You must be thinking about it. Um, I, we, we really would like to build this brand, and we really would like to go um, over the borders, maybe to franchise model later on. Uh, we would like maybe to go to, uh, to Abu Dhabi, for example, to put the production there. Um, uh, you know, uh, you have um, uh, you have Superman, you have Waterman, you have Iron Man, and now you have the Donut Man here in the town. <laughs> We've got two Donut Men with okay, us this afternoon. So, so watch this space up next. We're going to be having a taste, and I want to know. We've got the men in front of us right here. What's your dream donut? Maybe that could be a flavour we could see in 2022. Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Checking in with uh, a master cheese craftsman, Franchon Robert, joining us. And you've got some food for me to try. 
Oh, yeah. So the first Gougère are out of the oven. Gougère, that's the name for the, those shoes. And this one is stuffed with a little bit of Bria Savarin together with uh, some coriander inside. Ooh. Just, uh, well, it could, could have been anything else, in fact. But I'm, I'm going to have a bite. If you could just talk for the next 10 seconds, I would really okay, appreciate it. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, uh, the, the experience is always better when you have it um, quite fresh from the oven because it's a little bit warm and it's oh really goodness. better. And it's uh, it's like a shoe, in fact, um, but it's savory and it's you feel you feel the conte. It's beautiful. Thank you. It really, really Thank is. You. I was worried about when we were talking about things being salty. I was like, mm. but mm. It's, it's actually a really quite mild, warming flavor. Yeah. Um, I have to say, the chefs are doing really well this afternoon. There are a few chefs that are better than me in some no, dish. Because I'm possible. not a chef, I'm not a chef. They, they know how to do the piping, but there is a pastry chef I, undercover, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, thank you so much. Pleasure. We're going to be checking in and uh, doing a bit of an easy cheesecake, but thank you. Yeah, really, really appreciate your time this afternoon. We're going on, uh, on the cheesecake where I'm in within 10 minutes. Something there like we that. go. Talking cheese, talking donuts now, because I've just had a bite of one which is unlike any donut I've ever had before, to be honest. You think you've had a jam donut, and then you have a hero donut, and this is really something special. Joined by the co-founders, Matthew and Tiran, with us this afternoon. They've just launched. They're going to be at D3 at Dubai Design Week over the weekend. And a real positive pandemic story. As we heard, Matthew lost his job over the course of the pandemic after working in the uh, F&B industry. But after teaming up, they've created a brand that is something to be really, really excited about. So, Matthew, I had a bite, and I was like, this is a grown-up jam donut, because... The icing isn't overly sweet. It's got a bit of a kick to it. The jam inside is more of a, it's more of a compote than a sticky jam. Tell us a little bit about this beauty that I've just been sampling while I have another nibble. I think it's a, it's a great way to describe it. It's, it's a grown-up jam donut. The icing has got a, a, a pepper in it, so it gives it a little bit of a tang. Pe- pepper and strawberry go really well together. Our Sasha, our baker, is amazing with flavours. Um, he's been doing it for years, so he knows how to match to get things right. And you're right, it is a compote inside. Um, it's, it's all made by hand with the, with the best berries, and then it's piped into this beautiful, beautiful sourdough. So it's a grown-up grown up, uh, strawberry, strawberry donut. We've got a simpler range for children that's a much more traditional, cinnamon, jam, and, and vanilla and chocolate. But and some then of you've these got are, some really sophisticated flavours as well. We, we, we have. We, we think there's, um, there's a great opportunity. And the great thing about donuts is that they're, they're, they're fun. We want people to have a bit of fun. It's, exactly. it's, it's been a tough, tough few years, and these are, these are fun. Everybody remembers having a donut and have fun, have, have a donut. Our brand is all about going out and about and doing things. These are great to take to parties, great for, for gifts. There's a, there's a whole sort of way to use them. And actually, as, as Sasha explained to me, a, a donut is, is, is a great base to use with any flavours. You can do mm-hmm. savoury runs, a whole whole range of things. Well, so I mean, look at look at what we're doing this afternoon with uh, Francois. We're making basically cheese profiteroles. You know, using that shoe pastry and putting, you know, a savoury filling in it. And I love that idea of it being a vehicle for fun and flavour and art. You know, and I think the, I think the design community at D3 of the weekend are going to have a lot of fun taking photos with the Hero Donut yes. truck and with the because they're very photogenic as well Sasha must have that in mind when he's putting together these I, concepts I, I think if you're in F&B at the moment uh, being photogenic's just incredibly important if, if your product doesn't look good you're not going to be on the social media channels you've got to be on TikTok you've got to be on Instagram you know people seem to spend more time um, taking pictures of their food than eating it don't these days. look at me like that <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to be like uh, Picking a favourite child, but I'm curious. Do you have a favourite flavour, each of you? Uh, I go for chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. Matthew. Um, I think I've got. 
probably two favourite flavours. Am I like, can I have two? Is that yeah, right? that's fine. Two? Yeah. I love the traditional cinnamon one because you can just taste the dough. And then the, the matcha one that we've done with the pineapple icing and the, and the matcha cookie crumble is just uh, fantastic because it's so different. Where can people find you on Instagram? And as we said, you're going to be at D3 in real life over the weekend. Can you explain the spelling and where people can track you down? So we're, uh, our website is uh, hero, H-E-R-E-O, donuts.com. And we're at Hero Donuts on Instagram. You can order through Instagram, we're on uh, some of the uh, other delivery partners, such as uh, Deliveroo as well. And then we're going to be out and about where the plan is to pop up in lots of different locations and keep things interesting, launch uh, LTOs, lots of different flavours. So you'll see us out and about around the UAE, hopefully. Yum, yum, yum. Guys, thank you so much. Massive congratulations again. Really wonderful addition to the culinary scene and uh, to my stomach too. I'm going to go enjoy this jam donut. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Talking food and asking you, what is the most American... <laughs> cheesy sitcom. Could your enthusiasm. Can you do better than Grace's cheesy joke? Challenge extended. Joining us is the uh, the cheesiest man I've ever met, Francois Robin, the <laughs> cheesemonger from, uh, from France. He's in Dubai for a few days, of course, here at Farmer's Kitchen at ICCA to teach us how to make the stuffed gougere, which are delicious. Thanks a lot. Seriously. And an easy cheesecake as well. But you're also going to be at JBR over the weekend from 2 o'clock. What are you going to be doing? We we're going to show a few things about the French cheeses, uh, cheeses from Europe, uh, make some quiz and, of course, some tastings, uh, provide some sampling. But it's not just sampling people, but also educate, uh, ask questions, make them laugh, hopefully. It depends if I got good, good cheese joke. Um, uh. my, my, my best one is... Let it breathe. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Speaking uh, <laughs> words of... Now, there are, some, there are some crackers coming in. They're, they're, re- they're really, really awesome. Um, um, so thank you for everyone getting in touch. How are our chefs getting on this afternoon? Really great. Uh, they've done some incredible gougere, different sizes, and they will stuff it now. And we will uh, start uh, soon our super easy cheesecake. How is- easy? I need to manage expectations here. Mm. When I say I love food, but I am truly, truly rubbish. The, the main issue I have is my husband makes an incredible cheesecake. Okay, keep keep that guy. That's, keep that guy. I, I know. I lo- that's why. That's why <laughs> I locked keeper. him down. White white chocolate cheesecake, and it's excellent. So I feel like I need to, you know, see if I can raise my game. Well, how? What makes your cheesecake easy and delicious? Because I'm 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 a, t- a terrible pastry chef. Are you really? Yeah, I'm terrible. So um, I wanted to do that for for my daughter. So I'm using uh, pre-made uh, speculous biscuits mm-hmm. and just cheese cream in order to to create my uh, base for my cheesecake. Then a French cheese cream on the top, and then the topping will be mostly uh, red fruit coulis and and uh, uh, strawberry and red fruits. And so it will be creamy but at the same time uh, a little bit um, uh, with some acidity yeah, with fresh. Some, yeah fresh so it, it's also a question of balance not i don't put too much of, uh, of cream mm-hmm. so it's it will be it's also super easy to do because it's like 10 minutes to do i need to ask you a, a very personal question Please. how are you not the size of a house given how much cheese you <laughs> eat <laughs> please tell me we are not equal concerning <laughs> uh, how how uh, our body can, uh, is working. Well, uh, I had to cut the sweet as well. I, so I, you uh, you've you've chosen savoury over sweet in life. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to make a choice, but it's also a question of balance. If you have, uh, I have 
cheese every day, of course, uh, every meal almost, because I love that. And uh, it's also a question of diet, what I'm having. And if you exercise, if you have good quanti small quantities, it's okay. And I guess, as you say, it, when you have a quality cheese, it's like it, it's like chocolate. You know, you could eat a whole bar of absolutely you know low quality chocolate and not really get that kind of feel good factor, or you can have something that is you know high cocoa, with beautiful origin, and you know really feel it, experience it. Yeah, sure. And uh, we are we are lucky because in France we have high quality milk coming from small farms, you know, the average size of a farm is 60 cows and they are grazing outside most of the year. That gives a wonderful quality to the milk and then to the cheese and then to me, in fact. It, uh, not a big quality to me, but a great pleasure to mm -hmm. me. <laughs> now, before I let you get back and uh, start instructing our masterclass participants, can I just ask you, what is the big, like, for you, the big cheese? Is there one that you've never tried and would love to? Is there a holy grail of cheeses that you really look up to? Um, it depends. Uh, I've, I've tasted quite a lot, uh, over 1,000 cheeses today, mm -hmm. so I've had some bad ones, I've had some incredible ones. Um, maybe the next cheese is the one I, I will like the most, or, but most of the time what I've seen is the cheeses coming from the mountains, uh, in, made in summer in mountains are really incredible because the grass is incredible there. So um, if you want to, to, to ask me which is, okay, let's go for a Beaufort d'Alpage or Salaire. Those are uh, really French names. They are. <laughs> Don't, do not make me repeat them. I love this, this philosophy, that maybe the next cheese yeah, is sure, my sure, next sure, favorite sure, cheese. Sure, sure. Francois, thank you so much for your time. Get back into that kitchen. I'm going. I'm going to pop over and try your cheesecake very, very soon. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International National Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer, with you through until five o'clock, talking food, getting in the mood for the weekend, and uh, asking you to send in your cheesiest jokes. We are talking cheese this afternoon. Bella saying, e damn, you're looking fine. Thank you. I will take that compliment going into the weekend. <laughs> Joining us now, uh, we are going to be talking food news. Melody Mock is here. She is the founder of Curious Elephant. And uh, you, you couldn't come in a better time, to be honest, Mel, because I feel like I'm getting a cold. And as I was driving, I was like, I need to be getting into my, like, lemon, honey, turmeric tea, or I need to get some spice and yeah. blast this <laughs> away. For anyone who's not familiar with your brand, where did it all start? Hi, Helen. Uh, thank you so much for having us today. So we actually started in July last year in 2020. Um, our business was actually a, a COVID-born business um, from the pandemic. I unfortunately did lose my job back in May last year, but it was a blessing in disguise because we started um, our brand Curious, Curious Elephant. Can, tell us about where the idea came from. I mean, you're obviously a foodie, but to go from enjoying food to making a brand is a big leap. Yes, it was actually. Um, you know, I've, food, I mean, I, I, would, I would say that chilli has always been like a part of my DNA growing up. There's always chilli in the household. Growing up in Sydney, um, in an Asian household, we always have chilli oil in everything. Um, so all of these products that we have uh, in front of you right now, um, we have the Chinese chilli oil, the Vietnamese chilli sauce, the Malaysian chilli sambal and the Indonesian one that we just launched. They're all very nostalgic to me, um, growing up home and travelling across Southeast Asia as well. Um, it just came a lot from trial and error. Mm -hmm. And also, I just followed my passion, really. I just loved it. And 
we found that there was a gap in the market for freshly made um, sauces in the UAE. And yeah, this is how Curious Elephant was born. And um, you've grown, I mean, I can't believe it was only just last year. That's I know, it's crazy. crazy. Less than 18 yeah. months, but you've really been embraced by the foodie community. We have. And yeah. I think that's, it's been amazing to see Dubai kind of rally behind certain people and certain brands. And you've grown hugely, as you said, the, you. The, the, the range itself as well. Where are you available from now? Um, in, in terms of retail, yeah, so we're st currently stocked in 1004 Gourmet, um, the Asian special, uh, specialty store, the British Butcher Shop uh, in the Meadows Village, of course, Right Market, we started our journey um, a lot from, you know, the social media on Instagram and Facebook, people have been so supportive, um, and we've been at Right Market since last October until um, this year in May, and then we're back again this season as well. So that's where, and of course, being the Spinney's incubator winner, we are so excited, ecstatic to, um, yeah, to be launching with the Spinney's very soon. That's so exciting. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that process because we've met a number of people that have gone through from that germ of an idea to seeing themselves on Spinney's shelves, and that must be mind-blowing. Yes, it was. Um, it was kind of a, a pinch-me moment. You know, we, we pitched for it, and... I just said to my, my husband, I said, you know, we're going to go for it. We're going to do it. Eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize, you know. Um, and one of the products uh, we knew when we were going through uh, the Spinners Incubator, one of the uh, factors were sustainability. So we're trying to source local as much as possible. Um, and one of the latest products that we have, we actually partnered up with Pure Harvest Tomatoes. So we're using all of their fresh tomatoes in our tomato samba, which people are loving. It's got the freshness and sweetness of the tomatoes. Um, in our sauce. We just had a tomato salad using pure harvest tomatoes oh, just gosh. last night and they're, it, they're beautiful yeah, looking they're beautiful, as well as yeah. tasting gorgeous. This is Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Live at the International Centre for Culinary Arts, ICCA Dubai. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. And the latest food news now, we are joined live at ICCA. Melody Mock is with us. She is the founder of Curious Elephant. And you've just blown my little taste buds off during that, uh, during that <laughs> break. <laughs> Tell us about, uh, well, interesting, Joe's been in touch saying Hubby is a huge fan of Curious Elephant's chilli oil. He has it on everything, which makes you think, Joe, exactly how, how much everything are we talking? Because I use Even it when I make cream? soups. Yeah, sweet and savoury. <laughs> but what are, what are some of the ways you can use some of the condiments that, you know, might not be obvious? Yeah, look, there's, um, we've all, all four of the products, they're so versatile. Um, what we actually encourage our customers to do is actually not only just use them Asian dishes, but non-Asian dishes. Like the Vietnamese sauce that you have right here with the lemongrass and chilli, one of my favourite ways to have it is to... Um, mix um, with smoked salmon and salmon fillet, make it into a pasta with uh, dill, with some lime, um, lemon rind, some cream, uh, pure harvest cherry tomatoes, of course, um, and then with a little bit of cream and just a dollop of that. So imagine the lemongrass with the smoked salmon and salmon fillet. Oh, that sounds delicious. So my husband doesn't really like fish, so my way of sneaking fish is, is putting that into a pasta <laughs> and putting into um, the chilli sauce, which works. Um, the chilli oil, you know, we I love at home making eggs for breakfast. We do like an Asian-style egg with uh, chopped shallots and or coriander and you drizzle some Chinese chilli oil. So I've been telling people to do that. A lot of people have been using that. And people even use it with Arabic food or having a labneh and hummus. The Malaysian chilli sambal, the one that you tried. I loved the shrimp. it. Yeah. Um, so we launched this back in uh, March this year. It's been uh, one of the first in the region to, we, to do something with shrimps uh, available here. It has kaffir lime. 
Um, I just love it, you know, cooking it with clams or in prawns. And the natural, natural flavours of the clam just, just all come out already anyway. And you just put a spoon of this in when you're cooking with it, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, having with rice and eggs, of course. My well. mouth water just smelling it. Really? Yeah, yeah. it really, really is gorgeous. Oh, um, so we're talking international flavours, and of course, Expo 2020 is on. And food has become like a real reason to go for many people the chance to meet chefs obviously here who are being celebrated at expo but also visiting chefs and brands that are mm. here in the region for the yeah, first time right. have you had a bit of an eating tour yet Mel? i have i've only been to expo maybe just actually twice um my favorite pavilion has to be one of i haven't been in the japanese pavilion yet but we went to the restaurant and everyone's been going on about it and it's absolutely gorgeous the food is a really good price point they have fat belly tuna or two salmon nigiri uh, nigiri only for 13 dirhams but you have to either get there on a Monday early evening <laughs> yeah. or 10 o'clock in the morning if you want sushi for brunch because the lines I'll are sushi crazy. For brunch. I think, and yeah. I think I love the fact that there are places that are just getting big hype about it and even particular dishes we had uh, Chef Tommy on from Baron last week and he was talking about their cauliflower with like a roasted cauliflower with tahini oh, and beautiful. this has become the dish, yeah. you know, kilos and kilos of it being being sold every single day and I love these kind of standout foodie moments, I think it's been, it's been amazing. As I said, I took the kids at the weekend and we ended up going to Bread Ahead which just serves pizza and donuts. Oh, how was that? Amazing, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, and then, you know, just around the corner you've got Belgium, you've got Dampo. Um, we had some incredible spaghetti and burrata. You know, there's there's so much <sighs> offering there, and I feel like I just want to go there every weekend or even mm-hmm. during the weeknights just to eat. Um, and you have to be organised, as you said. If there are places like because the, the Japanese restaurant is not in the pavilion, is that the one that's the one kind of just beside it? Yeah, it's outside the pavilion, so it's separate. Um, so you need to line up for a while, but it's worth absolutely worth the wait. Let us know some of your favourite Expo eats on four zero zero one. You can of course use the ARN Play app as well. We are broadcasting live from there every single Wednesday, and I love your recommendations because the show starts at two. It means I can sit and have a working lunch. We went to the African dining hall, which was amazing. Um, great view over the Jubilee stage, and I had goat for lunch and it's like have those oh, moments wow. you're going to go this is really cool yeah we're very lucky to be in Dubai and to be able to experience so many we different are. cuisines just under one area so get yourself along there is absolutely loads um, now we're, you've just had a, a vegan donut the guys from Hero were, were here earlier talking about their new launch and I mean the, the donuts were absolutely amazing um, we are seeing more and more plant based uh, concepts brands chef specializing it in here um and expo as well there's um what what are your thoughts you obviously you're used i asked you earlier if you're vegan as i gave you a vegan donut mm-hmm. you're like no i no, eat no. everything <laughs> look we eat everything i mean my husband and i eat everything at home but we try to go plant-based at least once or twice a week and also launching our products um we wanted to keep in mind that we we have a lot of vegan customers mm-hmm. as well um yeah, I mean, and also... What, what about developing the products? Are they vegan as such? I mean, so we've got two products, which are... This is the Chinese chili oil is vegan. The Vietnamese chili sauce, we have a vegan version. Initially, Vietnamese food has a lot of fish sauce in mm-hmm. it, but we had so many feedbacks from our clients saying, oh, we want to... Can you make? Can you remove the fish oil? We want to try it. So then this is why we launched a vegan version, because I remember coming when I came to Dubai seven years ago. Vegan 
vegan restaurants, vegan menus wasn't a big thing here. Not restaurants, it's very hard. People didn't understand what the word vegan meant. Um, and, now, and, now, and now you're going to spend easy and you're like, okay, there's literally a whole yes, wall yeah, of it's vegan you know, frozen products on yeah. offering. Milks. Yeah. Know yogurts as well so it does make sense for you know a startup to be tuned into that because it makes commercial sense yes exactly. you know you, you've got to be mindful of uh, of the bottom line but also i think a lot of chefs really enjoy the creativity of it mm. of kind of being challenged to think of alternatives whether that is things like you know jackfruit or products such as you know your beyond or your, your impossibles and think about doing things in a different way and there's other guys from hero are, are kind of doing doing exactly that um now in my notes here, this is a little look behind the scenes. It just simply says 7.9 kilo potato. Hanan? <laughs> yeah, I saw that on the newslink. The 7.9. What are they going to do with that? I think they should drizzle it in your chili oil. Every, roast, everything roast, tastes roast. better fried. I think they just need to fry it. And then mix a bit of um, Vietnamese chili sauce and the mayo as a chili mayo. That would oh, be fantastic. Oh, I love that idea. And what are your plans for the weekend? Are you getting out and about, eating much? Oh, we're, we'll be actually at Wright Market this weekend, so um, out there meeting all of our customers and we'll probably head over to Expo, actually. I wanted to go to Australian Pavilion again to have a the Lamington. fish and chips. Yes, a Lamington, <laughs> of course, you know, I'm Australian. I have to support my Aussie Pavilion. Uh, fish and chips, Lamington, and they have this thing called um, potato scallops, actually. What? Yes, so it's actually not scallops itself, it's like... Some parts, if depending where you are from Australia, people call them potato cakes. But I'm from Sydney, so I call them potato scallops. Never They're literally just deep-fried sliced potatoes, and you have chicken salt with it. And it's it's such an Australian icon, chicken salt. Um, yeah, you need to get yourself down there. It's, it's only ten dirhams, like four, three or four pieces you get. It's really close to our studio in the mobility privately. Okay. So that's you've sorted Think out my lunch me. for Wednesday. Think of me. Go there, have potato scallops. Ask for extra chicken salt. Okay, yeah. sold. <laughs> Mel, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend ahead. Thank so you you'll for be down us. at Ripe. If people want to find you guys on Instagram, what's the best way of getting in touch? Um, inst- we're on Instagram, our website. We do delivery. We're stocked into retailers, and people feel free to reach out to me and give me a call if they have any other questions as well. Happy to help. Mel Mock joining us from Curious thank Elephant. You. Delicious. I'll be taking, uh, taking those home, if you don't mind, trying out some of your recipes. Thank All for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome back to Farmer's Kitchen with Spinneys. Eat well, live well. Only on Dubai Eye 103.8. Just want to say a massive thank you to all of our guests who have joined us here at ICCA. Of course, we had uh, the co-founders of Hero Donuts. Uh, they're going to be at D3 over the weekend. And really nice to hear a couple of positive pandemic stories. We just heard from Melody, who lost her job last May and started Curious Elephant and is doing incredibly well, part of that Spinney's Incubator program. The co-founders of Hero just recently launched and tasting incredible. And we've been having a cheese masterclass this afternoon. Francois Robin joining us, fresh from France. Only arrived yesterday. We bring him straight to ICCA to teach us how to make not one but two dishes. We had uh, stuffed gougere. Did I say that? Well, how's my accent? Stuffed gougere. Good. <laughs> good. Your, your, accent, your accent was good. Actually. Stuffed gougere. Gougere. Uh, and <laughs> a ten-minute cheesecake. Yeah, ten minutes. In- unbelievable. Well, not cooking cheese, cheesecake, just uh, using ingredients. Uh, uh, as I was telling, a, a bad pastry chef can do a, a fast pastry Even chef. Even a bad pastry <laughs> chef. No, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. It was my pleasure. As we said, you can be found at JBR from 2 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Go to saycheese.me to find out more. You're having your own little comptoir. What does comptoir mean? A shop? 
Well, uh, it's, it's a pop-up store, yeah, 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 a kiosk, could be that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be back also in December in uh, Expo, um, from the 14th to the 16th, uh, also displaying cheeses uh, at the French Pavilion as well. Ah, mm. I haven't been to the French Pavilion yet, this needs, this needs to be on the list, we've just been talking about food to yep. eat. You should come for longer, two days is not enough to both <laughs> enjoy and appear at Expo, you need to be getting around all the pavilions, because it's getting a bit competitive. Yeah. We, so we've had pavilions saying we have the best coffee we've had pavilions talking about well all things food i think i need to go and try the, the potato scallops from uh, from australia so i think you need more than two days but we'll catch up with you in december come over to the french pavilion and have a wonderful weekend thank you so much Francois. it's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us this afternoon it was a pleasure may the french cheese be with you may the, may the french cheese be, and also with you <laughs> to brie or not to brie that is the question. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. On what, Hanan? You, Hanan, do not roll your eyes at me. Honestly, what? honestly, <laughs> to brie or not to brie. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad this show is over. I can't do any more of this cheese. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. No, it's been it's been brilliant to be down here. Thanks. It's been three to hours, Helen. Well, three I've really hours enjoyed of cheese. Myself. Back to back cheese tastic. You're cheese phobic. <laughs> in the, you mean in the wrong Jesus place. Phobia, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to ICCA for being with us this afternoon. Thank you, of course, to Spinnies for providing beautiful ingredients to make some fantastic dishes. To you for spending your afternoon with us and to our fantastic fromagier, Francois Robin. Have a wonderful weekend ahead. Uh, let it be full of food and fun. I'm back with you on Sunday from 2 o'clock. Farmer's Kitchen on Dubai Eye 103.8. Don't forget, you can tune in live to Farmer's Kitchen every single Thursday afternoon on Dubai I 103.8 between 2 and 5 p.m.